yeah, we're Staff Days. Uh, the company was founded in Germany in 2014. And it was, um, yeah, the combination of a sort of a technical team that came together that had done one uh, work productivity startup before. And then um, they had a new founder coming into the mix who had this background in internal communications. Um, and they had this big idea to do an internal communications platform, uh, especially on people's mobile phones. Um, the easiest way to describe it is it's uh, an employee app. It's a business-to-business -business company um, selling to companies that are 300 employees uh, all the way up to like 500,000 employees. Um, and the company gets a branded app that, that their employees then download to their company or personal devices. And the company uses that to communicate with them. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, more focused on um, on mobile. Like the, if you think about the wave of inter intranet technologies, you had you know uh, some intranets. I don't know what the really really old ones were. Maybe maybe um, that were not so much social. And then you had social media coming in. You know, in the mid two thousands, and especially in the last five or 10 years, um, and you had players like Jive um, coming in, providing social intranets, where a big part of it was the profile and trying to get engagement and comments going, but it was still desktop-based. And we're sort of part of the next wave, which is building native mobile apps as the, as the, center, um, as the centerpiece, as the place that employees, especially employees who are on the go or who are non-desk, um, it's the only way that they are going to communicate with their Cool. Clients. Interesting. I'm looking at the logo bar. So you guys seem to be doing very well, especially in the short time that you've been around, four years. It's incredible. So great growth, uh, big clients, um, great market share, it looks like. I don't know of any competitors. I'm not in this space, but um, you seem to be doing really well. So um, how many people in the company today? Today we're 85 or maybe 90 people. How big is your marketing department? How many people in the company are involved in sales and marketing? Let's package those up together. Sales and marketing? Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. I mean, we're, we're definitely not 50% sales and marketing. We're definitely less than that. Uh, so it's probably, yeah. 30 people, 30 people in sales and marketing maybe, something like that maybe very overall. cool yeah. and obviously you're doing outbound um so how involved are you yeah. in the marketing side of the business i guess would be a first question before we decide how detail we want to get into the marketing operations but how how involved are you specifically uh yeah so like i was uh the first account executive who was hired here in new york um, about a year ago. And I was hired as part of the, the first wave of local hires to try and crack the U.S. Mm -hmm. market. Um, as I mentioned, it's a German company. And when I came on board, um, I also had this prior experience of having done outbound um, at, a, at a, a company at my last startup before this one. And so um, using some of that experience and StaffBase was already thinking a lot about outbound, experimenting with it, wanting to do it. Um, I said, hey, guys, you know, we should look at getting a, a lead provider um, who can also do some of the software, you know, email automation for us. Um, I had used Outreach.io at my last startup. Um, 
so I was aware of like the basic space and some of the basic services that were provided and staff base as a company hadn't really tried any of that stuff yet. Um, so even though, you know, it, it, it was like, we were a tiny little startup to ourselves here in New York. You know, we started with just a handful of mm -hmm. employees. Um, so we were wearing a lot of hats and I was really leading the whole uh, sales effort um, in those days, including building out you know, like an SDR team and trying to um, figure out and implement some of these outbound um, ideas. And so that's where, uh, yeah, we got connected with HubStyle. So, uh, I mean, involved with the marketing efforts overall at Staffbase, for me, like not that much, but specifically as a part of the, the first steps into outbound um, you know, just because of, of time and place, uh, I ended up being, yeah, really involved with Okay, that. so the obstacle uh, to uh, overcome was really just a blatant need to um, start doing email marketing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, to be very, yeah, straight about it, I think we used, we bought some leads from uh, one of the providers that I had used before. Um, just to get a quick start and because I had familiarity with them. Um, and in this case, the service they provided was just the leads. So you would just give them a list of companies and what kind of titles you wanted. And then um, they would, you know, come back to you with, with the lead sheet. Um, but it turned out that there were some data quality issues. And I had the feeling that... Um, and what I used to do, right, I mentioned Outreach.io. I used to use this provider in combination with Outreach because Outreach.io didn't provide leads itself. Mm -hmm. um, they were just the email automation tool. So I had a hunch that, you know, there, I knew it was a really big space and a lot of startups in it and a lot of players. Um, and then we evaluated some other um, U.S.-based uh, providers as well. Uh, we narrowed it down to Hubcell and another uh, San Francisco-based U.S. startup, and uh, we kind of ran them against each other um, with the same target markets and, and so on, and then we looked at the data quality between the two, and there was a really, really clear finding. Basically, the, the, the other company, um, the San Francisco-based one, was just giving us complete crap, and they didn't... The other thing that was shady about it is they were not even, like, um, revealing to us what our bounces were. Do you mind sharing so, the name of that company? Uh, no, I don't know. We, it was um, Grow Labs. Ah, yes. I came off a Grow Labs contract uh, recently. Uh, okay. Same experience. Same <laughs> so, experience. I did not have a good experience there. But, um, but yeah. So um, and w what we had in contrast with um, Hubsell and with Karan, we had Karan's, uh, it was the CEO of Hubsell, his personal involvement pretty much from day one, um, you know, making sure that we were getting value out of Hubsell, making sure that we, um, you know, weren't having any issues with it and so on. So the level of service and attention that we had from day one was really impressive um, and, and really helpful because we had a lot to learn about just some of the basics of deliverability um, and how we were doing our campaigning, what was our ICP, and so on. Um, and Quran really became more than just a vendor, but like a partner in that in that work uh, as we were learning and, and developing in this approach. 
Yeah, and you guys are multinational, right? And yes. You're global. Yeah, so, so that, was, that was something else he suggested to yeah. us, which was um, really smart. So now, now uh, on his suggestion, we've been using the same prospecting approach in other English-speaking uh, areas because it's so easy and efficient. You've already basically got the copy written, and um, the approach will work so many places, um, you know, Singapore, Hong Kong, Australia, um, UK, and in Europe, uh, as well as, as U.S., North America. So far, you are enjoying the service. It sounds like everything that the initial test showed, uh, those are still coming through as far as the data quality. It hasn't gone down since the first test. No, no, the data quality has not gone down, and our approach is getting a lot better. So the results that we're seeing in meeting rates, um, which would be like the number of the number of uh, prospects that, that you start reaching out to, how many of those result in a meeting, um, the meeting rates are getting better and better. And that has mostly to do with uh, us getting better at finding the right ICP and getting the right, getting the copy right in the way that we, we talk to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Hubsell has been a great, a great partner in that. The other thing that's, that's been really, um, helpful that's worth mentioning is we're as a company we are uh i i touched upon how we you know started using this outbound approach only pretty recently i mean before that the whole company has really grown grown up with a a very strong inbound uh, marketing approach and so there's a lot of just culturally at our company um uh fear and and importance around preserving our domain mm-hmm. preserving the integrity and the reputation of our domain and you know not getting blacklisted um i would say like really we're really really sensitive on this issue and of course. Uh, one of one of the big things that w- we worked out together uh with a lot of help from Quran was an approach, and this is his whole philosophy, which which I really like, which is that you're you're trying to, um, like the best way to increase your deliverability is to almost be human, you know, in your approach to the extent possible. Of course, you're using the technology so that you can scale it and so you can get more reach. But um, what the HubSell platform is doing and what Quran's whole philosophy is with it is about making it human so you know sending it sending messages that are like a human would have written them um where it's personalized in that way and even handling other um issues of deliverability like sending from different email inboxes not having too many sends per day or too many sends within a given time period um these were all things that we were extraordinarily sensitive about because of the blacklisting issue and um we yeah we uh, an al- an alternate domain um, just out of an abundance of caution and mm-hmm. the whole approach has worked really well for us our spam scores are are excellent um, we're able to get a lot of reach um, we use a lot of inboxes to help us do that um, at low risk to our domain so taking the next necessary steps using the technology to make sure that email comes off as human, the tech, uh, the sequence itself comes off as 
very human-like, uh, yeah. and HubSell allows you to do that, uh, coupled with good data quality and keeps you uh, keeps you off of blacklist. And I think there's also some other uh, some other features that keep uh, keep you in line with what uh, the spam filters would pick up or keep you underneath those. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some of the um, the sending delays. I know. I know. There's some randomized sending delays, stuff like that, that are pretty cool. Um, so, uh, is there a certain campaign that comes to mind that you can share any sort of feedback on? Yeah, I can just at, at a high level. I think our most successful campaign so far was a construction campaign. We find that construction companies have a, a really big problem reaching their employees. So it's a great industry vertical for us. And um, so first of all, like really targeting our ICP and narrowing it to especially internal communications titles only at construction companies of size, like 1,000 to 10,000 or so. Um, that, that narrowing of the ICP was a really important part in listing up the meeting rates and then um, especially getting the titles uh, right, you know, that they're in the right internal communications department um, was huge. Then mm -hmm. increasing the number of follow-up emails that we sent, which Karan um, suggested that we do seven emails, which given our coming from our context of, you know, being doing inbound and also being a German company, everyone like seven emails, that's crazy. Um, but Karan was definitely right about this because we see a lot of, we get a lot of meetings out of, out of emails five, six, and seven. I think, I think it's emails uh, four and five are, are the most generative uh, of meetings um, out of the series, but we still get them after the seventh email. So is it the copy in that email specifically or just the fact that they've seen and read four emails before? What do you think it is? We think it's both. Um, we, we do use one of these best practices in, in outbound world where you have a, um, what they call it like a breaking up copy that you do in your last email where you're basically mm -hmm. saying like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm not going to bother you anymore. Um, but yeah, in general with the copy, so increasing to seven and then creating contrasting copy um, where each of, the, each of the seven notes is like, can be pretty different in its form, different subject lines, different, um, you know, bullets versus light body paragraphing, different content. You know, one's focused on case studies and others focused on uh, industry trends. Um, and then... We had someone from our marketing department internally who was very punny. Um, she took her pen to our copy, and I think the punniness definitely helped too. So there's a lot of uh, a lot of like really, you know, dad joke type humor, um, which seems to work really well for us um, in our subject lines and in our copy, where we're using construction lingo um, to. Uh, call attention, call attention, you know, how you can help your internal communications. Very cool. Very cool. That's all good information. And I think that dovetails pretty easily and in, uh, into the final round, you know, in, in your own words, I guess, how, how would you recommend HubSell to a friend uh, that's in a similar space? We're just doing any B2B outreach. How would you present HubSell? 
Uh, yeah, I'd say, first of all, it's, um, it's like an end-to-end provider in the sense that you don't have to worry about working with multiple vendors to get leads and get your software automation from somewhere else. Um, so, you know, they're going to cover you. They're like the one partner that you need um, to, to do outbound. Uh, just in terms of the of the total services they offer, and while they're not, they're definitely not like a low cost provider. That's not uh, Karan's approach. Um, he wants to be, you know, premium quality, um, and so it's it isn't going to be like the very cheapest leads you could go out and buy, but the quality's there. And what you see in the meeting rates is that um, I think you actually want an approach to work with someone like HubSell as a premium provider because in the end that you get your best return on investment that way versus buying a bunch of cheap leads where the data quality is, is not very good or having to buy leads from one place and then the automation software from another and your, your costs add up um, so you don't, you don't realize how much um, you're, you're actually spending. Um, so... Yeah, I'd say for those reasons, it's it's great to look at them. But then the real, like bigger picture stuff is it's it's a company that can be more than just a vendor. They can really partner with you, like help you work on your your whole approach to the market, um, and they really know what they're what they're talking about. Um, uh, like so many of the little recommendations that we picked up along the way, you know, not just tactical stuff like send seven emails, but also more strategic stuff like, hey, are you guys you know, taking this copy and turning it around and deploying it in Australia. You know, have you looked at that? That's worked for other HubSell customers. You should try it. Um, it's really, yeah, been valuable to us on multiple levels. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think particularly if you have, like, domain uh, concerns or, you know, you really want to protect your domain, you really don't want to get black, blacklisted, you want to have great deliverability, the whole philosophy of HubSell's approach is ideal, and you, you you will meet a lot of other providers in the space who don't have that philosophy, and they just wanna they just wanna hook you in, um, and they they wanna hide hide your bounces from you, you know, so you don't even know how poor the data quality is of what you're sending, and um, and that's just not the approach here at all. So if you care about your sort of online reputation, then I'd say they're like a really great partner to be working with for that as well. Great. Awesome. One final question. I think this is more for internal feedback for HubSell. Um, you know, any anything for those guys, anything good or bad that uh, you want to provide HubSell and the team over there? Uh, yeah, I'll just say that I think the, um, the roadmap is really cool. I know they're working on, like, being able to send out physical mails. Uh, through integrations and stuff like that. And we haven't tried this yet, but I, I think it's awesome. So I just say keep up the good work. Um, and yeah, I hope, I hope they uh, have a lot of success in North America. I'm, I'm like happy to be uh, happy that staff base gets to be like a part of the, of their success story. And I, I really hope, I hope they take off here.